0: You're listening to a podcast from 702. Polani Gwala on 702. So it is now 16 minutes before 6. A lot of your calls, a lot of your SMSs. But let me go now to Professor Malik Kapooru He is the Deputy Chairperson of the National Planning Commission. He's also the Health Ombudsman as well as a leading uh, academic in South Africa. Prof, good to talk to you. Uh,
1: thank you, Polani, for coming to me
0: today. No, much appreciated. I, I was uh, picking up a little bit of your presentation at the fees commission yesterday. Of course, you were talking about the the possibility of government being able to fund higher education, but also there's this big issue of how vice chancellors have dealt with this issue, and you're quite critical well, on, on on that score.
1: Uh, I I think I thought I was making a contribution rather than being critical because. Uh, you know, I've been a vice chancellor. Yeah. Uh, I've spent uh, a large part of my life, I think, working with students uh, in many parts of the world. And, and really, the situation we are in now between the students and the vice chancellor is my uh, impression and my belief that it was highly avoidable. I think if we had the right uh, leadership of vice chancellors, that would uh, engage students rather than see students as a problem uh, and and try to understand how students think and how intuitive they are and often correct uh, uh, before us so I think that uh, this situation was avoidable mm. I still believe it is avoidable if we had the right leadership both at the level of vice chancellors and level of Cancels in the in the universities in south
0: africa all right i'm gonna come back to that shortly but let me just give you the argument that they have given us they say to us listen we understand what students are demanding we actually are 100 percent behind them but we do not have uh, anything in our powers there's not we cannot sign on the dotted lines and say okay students you will get free education simply because we've got to run universities and that requires money is that uh, does it have any merit
1: no, it doesn't have merit in my, in my understanding. You see, uh, Kalani, we have now been 22 years in a democracy. We have had uh, university leaderships during that time. If I was to ask you, do you know what is the plan that has been devised by the university leadership about higher education in a country that is transforming that is supposed to lead transformation. Do you know whether there is a plan that has been devised by the current crop of vice chancellor? A national plan of how universities must transform, how they must be funded, and how students must be engaged, and how autonomy and academic freedom have to be integrated with the constitutional imperative of transformation in, in the country. We don't have such a plan, and that plan cannot come from anybody else other than the vice chancellors. And you can see how actually the students are beginning to outsmart their own leaders, because the students are able to get together, they are able to talk together, and they are able to be coordinated and coherent in their argument. You don't find that kind of Uh, I think, debates within the vice-chancellors, they are all divided, they are all looking after their small fiefdoms, and there is no coherent national plan of what higher education must do, will do, and how does it relate to the overall transformation of our society as South Africans. There's no such a plan.
0: But does that relate to this cohort of vice-chancellors and councils, or has that always been the case, that universities in South Africa have all um, been dealing with these issues in silos?
1: Well, there has always been a silo mentality. Maybe it's part of our apartheid uh, inheritance of being divided. That has always been there. But the most important thing I can share with you and uh, the listeners is that as a vice chancellor, you must first of all love the students that you are a vice chancellor for. You must secondly be prepared to engage these kids because they don't make these arguments out of... Uh, it's not frivolous for them. It's real for them. And I think sometimes we don't understand the realities of their experience. And, uh, and therefore, I believe that if you engage students uh, intimately uh, and all the time and never trivialize their arguments and their aspirations, this, where we are now would have been easily avoided. Hmm.
0: You were and you pointed out right at the beginning of this uh, d- discussion that you were the vice chancellor at UKZN until a year or two ago and as it ago. turns out yeah and as it turns out this this current series of uh, demonstrations started there there were um, uh, libraries burnt cars burnt etc what would you have done differently particularly at that university?
1: Look, uh, uh, let me, uh, okay, you've asked me uh, a direct question. You know, when I was at UKZN, I oversaw about maybe 11 SRCs because I was there for about 12 years or something like that. Now, all the time, I had confidence in the leadership of the SRC. I had confidence in their ideas. They knew they could come to my house anytime uh, and sit uh, with me and we talk. They also had uh, confidence in me, so we could debate issues. They knew that we would differ about, about matters, and sometimes we didn't have to agree. But we respected each other, and we knew the core values of what a university is. And it was part of my responsibility to bring that to them, but it was also part of my responsibility to learn what it is that they aspire into the future of a country that they want to represent into the future. So you don't do that because it's in your job description. You do that because you are dealing with a real situation. Now, I'll give you an example, a a very clear example. I was there for 12 years. Every time the students wanted to protest at UKZN, they always said, uh, we can protest about anybody else but not the vice chancellor because we know the vice chancellor listens to us. They knew that. And even up to this day, Kolani, all the 11 SRCs that I left and I worked with, they still call me, even in this crisis, I, I talk to them all the time. Uh, they are trying to share ideas. They are trying to get some ways of wisdom from me, uh, and vice versa. So it's a, it's, it's a relationship that you build with students, and it's not a relationship that is prescribed in your job contract. It's a relationship that you understand from the situation in which you are. Prof. You differ, but you respect each other. The question,
0: however, is, during your tenure then, why were the plans that you're talking about not drawn up? Why were you not able to coordinate with other universities how to deal with these issues? Because these issues are not new.
1: Uh, Look, Kalani, you know this. I think if you read the, the many articles I have written, over the past 22 years about change and university quality and so forth they speak to the very same issues that you are asking me uh, and as i've told you vice chancellors are, are never are never uh, a, a uniform structure they are all divided they all re- regress to their autonomy of their institution when they're supposed to do that uh, but I'll, I'll also give you an example i used to chair uh, i used to be a chairperson of the of the heads of science council in the in the country, now there are seven science councils at the time when I was the when I was the chair. We used to sit as the head as the heads of science council and ask ourselves, what is it that as science councils we can do together? that relates to the plan of the country as it is changing and evolving in science and technology. So I'm not talking about something I don't know from one, from one I suppose, uh, of my experiences. But you wouldn't find that amongst vice chancellors. They are always very divided. So even if you tried it, uh, they, they wouldn't come to the table. Okay,
0: Prof, I've got to thank you for your time this afternoon Pro- Professor Malikha Burumakhova Deputy Chairperson of the National Planning Commission Health Ombudsman but also a leading academic in South Africa